We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. First show of the new year. It is Tech Talk. Steve Thompson in. Doug Swin the Heart is here as well. And if you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, your smartphone, your tablet, feel free to call or text the program and you can reach us on that talk and text line. And that's good for all our programs. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Doug, a happy new year and always good to visit with you. Oh, same to you, my friend. Can you believe this weather? I think we're going to have a decent winter this year. Yeah, and, you know, we're, we're getting a little snow here and there, but... Uh, it, it looks as though by the end of the week it'll get a little bit colder. Well, we'll or it'll start to feel like January, but here we are in January, and we haven't had much winter at all. So it it, it certainly has been good. We're, we're due for a little cold stuff and due for a little snow, that is for sure. But if you're around your computer today, uh, your timing couldn't be better, and here we are in the new year, and I wanted to open the show with, with a simple topic. And that is getting into good habits with your computer in the new year. Everybody has New Year's resolutions. But this is an important goal. And and we wanted to run through some simple things. Mm -hmm. Um, And we bring them up all the time on the program. But we wanted to do kind of a reminder format right out of the gate. And and here's the ones I came up with, Doug, and you can add to the list. Uh, Be sure you're backing up your data. A big one, we bring it up all the time. Number two, keep your desktop clean. It's one thing to have shortcuts, but but you don't want documents stored on your desktop. And Doug will sort that out in a moment. And then another big one, purge old files, stuff you don't need. Duplicate photos, videos in particular are are huge files. Get rid of that stuff. Keep keep it clean. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've got anything to add to that list, Doug. Oh, you know, Stevie, you and I could probably spend a semester in a class teaching good maintenance habits. You are absolutely correct. And one of the biggest things that you said, back it up. We gotta keep copies of that important data. When something goes wrong, a computer tech can replace hardware, software, the whole nine yards. But I can't regain your pictures if they're destroyed, things like that. And that's, we preach that, and I think that it's gonna go on preaching until everybody does it automatically. Next, clean desktop. When you save something to your desktop, you're actually taking away from random access memory, at least with the older computers. Now, the newer ones, there might not be a difference between hard drive and RAM. Nonetheless, that desktop should remain as clean as possible. Shortcuts okay, 
big clunky files, not so much. Something else people don't talk about that I've seen is becoming an issue. When they clean the inside of their computer, they'll take compressed air and they'll blow in there. Not good. We're finding out that this is actually damaging computers. If you put that, that little blower by a, by a fan blade, even if the computer's turned off, once that fan blade starts to spin, it's generating electricity and a current, and it's pushing it back towards your motherboard. We want to avoid that like the plague. Next thing I think is important that people overlook is declutter your cabling. Have your cables nice and clean if you can. Do the best you can. Don't have some great big ball of wires under there. It's a, it will attract static. Difficult if you ever have to do maintenance. Color coding cables is wonderful if you can spend the time and spend a little extra money on cabling. But get your cables organized. Really do a good job on that. It will save you tons and tons in the futures. Update your operating system. This is becoming more and more critical all the time. And you must think of your browsers as separate operating systems today. You may actually have to update your browsers separately from your operating system. With Windows, I prefer to take security updates only, but it's your choice. And with Linux, Linux will never ever, the distributions I work with, will never guide you astray with updates. If it says to take the update, just take the update. You're, you're much better off. Those things are absolutely critical to keep your computer maintained. And if you do that, you will be a happy, happy camper. The temp files. Download and install Pervasor on a Windows machine. That will do 90% of your work for cleaning up your files, organizing your operating system other than updates, and it will just tweak it and optimize it to the nines. And, Stevie, I hope that helps. Yeah, it, it sure does. And we're going to spell that out again. That, that is a program. We get texts about it all the time. P-R-I-V-A-Z-E-R. If you search for that, there's a free version. You can pay some money, get the pro version. You find it all out at the website. But it is a phenomenal program. But I, I, I think those are just important things. Another to-do, and we don't want to spend anybody's money for them, but I believe if you've got computer equipment, say you, you've got an area set up or maybe you set up your laptop, you have a monitor, you have a printer, you have some of that other stuff, go out and get an uninterrupted power supply. You've got a favorite brand. There's a lot of good ones out there. Plug all that gear into one of those. I, I, I think you will see benefits from having a UPS or an uninterrupted power supply for that machinery. Oh, there's no question. I, I kind of, I, when I explain it to people, Steve, I, I say, well, if you took an oscilloscope and you plugged it into your outlet, it would show the highs and the lows of the electricity coming in. Today, we're not so concerned with surges as we used to be. We're more concerned with brownouts. And when you've got a device that's converting AC to DC and back again, they are absolutely prone to being vulnerable to brownouts. So we got to watch that. An uninterruptible power supply will keep that 1% to 2% variance. I kind of think of it as like putting clean gas in your car. Yeah. There's no doubt you're going to add years of life to your equipment with a battery backup, uninterruptible power supply. I prefer um, APCC, American Power Supply and Conversion, and they're out of Rhode Island, but there are many good brands. Um, just make sure you understand how the power works. You don't have to overdo it. If you decide to spend 200 bucks, you're going to have a heck of a battery backup, I yeah. tell you. 
That's a used to be four thousand dollars. You can buy it today for one hundred eighty bucks. Well, so it's heard, uh, well worth it. And I heard from a tech guy who said, really, what you're doing is you're taking a lot of pressure off the power supply in your computer, or in your monitor, or in your other equipment. By by getting clean power there, you're going to probably lengthen the life of all that equipment. Because if something does fail, it'll probably be the power supply of that equipment first. But if you can get something on the front end to help protect those power supplies, that's a good thing. That's really well put. And I, and I like that they mentioned all that equipment because, you know, we sit with one plug-in, and it might be a 15-amp, which a lot of homes have. could be a 20-amp. Sure. You can suck that up with a, with, with a large monitor and a desktop and, and some, of course, people got to have, like, a little heater down there to heat their feet. Well, yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah, and so, you know, having enough power is absolutely crucial. And power strips, we used to just think of just of a line power strip. If you have to have a power strip... Get one that's rotating. So each plug you can actually position different so the size of the plug will not prevent you from putting it in there. But surge protectors, I'm not big on today at all. I'll bet you if I had a dollar, if everybody called me up and had a problem, and I said, well, do you have it plugged into a surge protector? And he said, yeah, unplug it from the surge protector and plug it into the wall. The issue goes away. Yeah. More evidence that this brownout thing is becoming more and more prevalent. All right, let's go to the phones here on Tech Talk. Doug's on board, and the number is always, and we invite you to join us, 651-461-9226. Let's start with Randy in St. Paul Park. Randy, you're on the air with Doug. Doug? Hello. Hi, Randy, what's Happy up? Happy New Year. Happy Thank New you, Year, my man. everybody. I, I got to tell you, uh, my wrist is tired from writing all of these things down. Uh, this show is unbelievable for bringing information, the brownouts, power supply, desktop cleanup. I've got a list of things I need to do. Good. And so thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're more than welcome. For, preventing, for, for, for being here. Uh, malware. I've got a question on malware. I hear a lot about it. I've heard it on your show, McAfee, uh, do's and don'ts. Can you go through that again? I've got, I'm on the second computer with my son, and it seems like we're infected more and more with the malware. Uh, looking, looking for help on that to kind of stay ahead of the game. And this desktop thing, I'm going to be doing that right now. Uh, you know, this sounds to me, if, if you're fighting this thing, you've got some kind of a, of a, of a worm virus perhaps, or you're, you get a machine clean and another one infects it. You, you might have to actually take your network completely down and clean every machine and then put them back on one at a time to see if there's something buried you're not getting to. But your best source on this is probably malware bytes. Get into the user groups and the chat rooms, and there, there is a plethora of information. And they also have a program there that you can download, save it to your desktop, run it. Don't even have to install it. Run it, and it will clean everything before you reboot, and this nasty little program is a chance to reprogram so it bypasses that. And um, I will get you the name of that. I was looking for it the other day and couldn't find it, but I'll get you the name of that before the end of the show today. And if you have problems, you give me a call next week, and we'll we'll definitely get you sorted. Yeah, th- that is good. And, and Doug, uh, th- there are a lot of antivirus programs out there. He brought up McAfee, and Norton's been around for a long time. There's some old standbys, but and Windows machines have uh, antivirus built in, etc. 
Um, you, you bring up malware bytes. Is that is that something even with a newer computer you should be running that, or, or is I, I Windows it, Defender still good? Well, I I think if you're in a Windows machine. If you have a pro version of Windows, you're probably going to be okay. But the home version, and I can't explain this, it seems that the that Windows Defender might be a little bit lacking in that area. Um, doesn't hurt. I, I think that a professional antivirus malware on a Windows box is absolutely essential. It, it really is. And it kind of depends on how you use your computer, too. I know people that can have a computer and have no antivirus or malware at all and never have a problem. But they're not really using it to its fullest, I don't think, either. But if you've got kids and teenagers and people who have a tendency to just click, 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 download anything that says free, then you absolutely have to address this. And I, I'm still a firm believer that malware bytes is really one of the best around. Next would be ESET, ENAD32. Great, great company, great program. German company called uh, Avira. Wonderful software. And, of course, Total Antivirus is making its uh, claim back up. And as of recently, Steve, Bitdefender is coming back. That used to be my favorite antivirus malware, and that might be one of the last free ones on the planet. And it's almost identical to the pay version. So it's, uh, they're, they're out there. Just do a little research, and big thing, do not run multiples. Now, when I say that, that doesn't actually include Windows Defender. If you're running Windows Defender and you install another antivirus or malware program, Windows Defender will kind of take a back seat, but kind of oversee any of the rest of them. You don't want to put on um, uh, Semantic and, and Malware Bytes and Avira. It's, it's just like putting too much sugar in a cake. They will start to fight like a cat and a dog. So keep that to a minimal. You want the right amount of security, but you do not want to hinder your performance. And I hope that helps. Quick break. We have more Tech Talk on the way. Here's the number, our CCO talk and text line, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, uh, tablets, smartphones, feel free to call the program. Uh, we will be right back here at News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart is in for the entire hour. By the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program before we say goodbye. And we should remind you, you can reach the program right now. Easy way to do it. Call the studio, visit with producer Jonathan Lowe today, 651-461-9226, 651-461-9226. Or you can text the studio and it'll come right in, and we've got some of those lined up. And, Doug, let's jump back to Malwarebytes. Uh, question from our text line, is Malwarebytes Premium still worth it? Been using it for three years with no problems. I think it is. Uh, you know, and, and we seem to go in spurts. You know, won't be a whole lot of activity from the bad guys for a while, and then all of a sudden it's just like opening up the floodgates. I think it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. And by the way, Steve, I pulled open my USB drive and took a look. That program that you would request from Malwarebytes is called ADW Cleaner. And this is a standalone piece of software that while your computer's running, you download it, slap it on the desktop, don't reboot, and then run it, and it will clean and it will just walk you through the steps. Sometimes it takes an hour to clean it all, but it looks at it file by file. And the prices on these issues on antivirus and malware have dropped like a rock. Just all of them have. Uh, malware Bytes now, they have several different programs, and they're kind of surrounding around n- number of devices and even family plans. Say, for example, you have five devices, and this, this is the best that they can get. It's the plus plan. Five devices, it comes out to $8.33 a month for five devices. And I went, popped over to Bitdefender, and there, I don't know what's going on over there. I, I, I think they decided they're going to work for free or something. Uh, Bitdefender Premium Security, up to 10 devices. Are you ready for this, Steve? $79.99 a year. How in goodness sake can we go wrong with that? And that's really good. And that will do a Windows, Mac iOS, Android, should cover anything most homeowners require. Yeah, that that's a phenomenal deal. Isn't wow. it? That, that is amazing. Uh, so, so that is a good one. Um, here's another one from our text line. I often lose track of where the pointer is or the cursor on the screen. Uh, I know how to make the pointer larger, but is there a way to toggle back and forth quickly between the small pointer and the large pointer in Windows 10? No, you got to go into the control panel and select mouse. What you could do is you could create a shortcut to the mouse under control panel and then just um, just have it on your desktop so it's a double click. But you're going to actually have to go in and adjust it in the program. Yeah, I would suggest those people give me a call and I'll teach them how to, how to create a shortcut on their desktop to a Windows service because that's really what they're doing. But this is, um, this is an ongoing issue too. As monitors become more and more clear, the resolution increases. That number of dots increases, and pretty soon those mice get so small you can't even hardly see them. Yeah, this is something I deal with quite a bit, but the easiest, quickest fix would be to create a desktop shortcut so you could just pop right to the mouse settings. Yeah. That, that, that's a good idea. I, I know it's handy uh, when, you, when you're moving between multiple screens. I have a laptop at my full-time job and then a large monitor where I do most of my work, but I, I do use that laptop screen as well and when i jump back and forth 
I have the cursor larger, and boy, when I jump over to the laptop screen, it's really large. It's kind of crazy, but uh, it, it is handy to to make it a little bit larger. I I, I get it. it. It's funny how the years go by. You need things a little bit larger like that. Yeah, it's, your print, and then your mouth, the size of your mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. How much space so the mouse will grab the edge so you can size the windows? Oh yeah. Everything's got to get bigger. Yeah. Um, here, here's another one from our talk and text line, 651-461-9226. Uh, his mom uh, had uh, a, a virus, tricked her into letting him open her computer. Uh, older folks are victims for malicious scams. Uh, once again, uh, let's talk about that real quickly before the break. Uh, Microsoft, these big companies will not call you out of the blue. Uh, look at it as a scam. Uh, hang up uh, and do a little research online about this sort of stuff. And then, by all means, attachments and email. Be wary of emails. If you're not exactly sure who it's coming from, uh, check it out first. Don't open attachments willy-nilly. Oh, three, for sure, for sure, for sure. And and here's the thing. If somebody wants to get into your computer, you should deem that like a stranger coming to your door yep. and wanting to push himself inside your house. It's just, it's not proper. It just is not proper etiquette. It's, nobody should ask you to do that. Uh, I do a lot of remote control but uh, and take control of people's computers. I don't even want to connect to somebody's computer unless they're sitting in front of it anymore. I just... It's just best practice to, to kind of keep that a little conservative. And I'm a little bit worried about some of these remote control software companies as of late. There's, uh, there's been some questions as to, well, what happens when we get a disgruntled employee? And Amazon has dealt with this with several of, uh, oh, TeamViewer, um, um, AnyDesk, and, and, and they can't really nail it down. That's the only time they can't. If I were to use that particular program, to try and, and filter into somebody's Amazon account or eBay account or PayPal, uh, that would be a huge record at all these places, my IP address connected to theirs. But when you're at, like, any desk or team viewer, it doesn't work that way. They are more of a godhead, more of a web server. So it's, um, it's beginning to be a little bit more cautious. If I had a call like that, I'd want to know the person's name. I'd want to know the address where they were calling me from. I would actually want to know, I'd want to get online and check the name of the business to see if it's really viable. And if you hear people talking in the background behind this individual, I would be very leery. You're probably talking to somebody in a phone room at that point. And I hate to make everybody paranoid, but this is one area where we really need to be a little bit more suspicious. And keep in mind, Stevie, that, you know, honest people, we trust people because we're trustworthy. And this, it's just... And these people are professionals at extracting dollars. Well, we'll just get you started. I just want to get you cleaned up. And then the next thing you know, you can't boot your computer unless you give them 500 bucks. It's, um, it's extortion. It's ransom. It's just bad business from beginning to end. And if that elderly couple needs some help, have them give me a call, Steve. I'm kind of on a, on a vengeance to put these people out of business. The only way to do it, cut off their money. Yeah. Well, and once again, good advice. Be wary of attachments, and then mm-hmm. beyond that, phone calls, etc. 
be very leery of that sort of stuff. 3.31, no quick break. We'll have an update on the weather. More tag talk. Here's our number again, 651-461-9226. We welcome your calls and texts, and we've had a good one. Uh, when we come back, we will get into Linux. What do you need to do if you want to uh, change that computer over to Linux? How do you start an install? We'll get Doug's thoughts on that here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart is in through 4 o'clock today. You can always get a hold of us on the CCO Talk text line. 651-461-9226. 651-461-9226. Let's go to the phones. Mike in Minneapolis, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Hi, guys. Say, I've got a brand new Dell Inspiron laptop. Um, and I'm trying to find a place to attach a security cable with a lock. And for the life of me, there's there's nothing except, like, you know, the microphone uh, port and um, some um, the other places to plug in, you know, USB cords and stuff. I, I don't see anything, any place to attach one. Is there an aftermarket product maybe? Oh, I don't know. That's a new one. But I'll tell you. You're not the first person who's mentioned this with the newer equipment. Some of the newer equipment just doesn't have a security lock. I will have to do a little research on that, or you could go on the net, or, you know, I'll bet you that would be a good call for Micro Center over in St. Louis Park. They, they, if there's a product that's affordable and they can get their hands on it, they'll tell you about it, but I I don't think so. I, um, All right, Doug, I want to jump, jump in. What does he mean, a security cable here? Well, they got these cables that you can attach to the device, and then it will lock to uh, your desktop, and when you take it someplace else, uh, you're, you're, you just got to kind of hang on to it. But when you're at work, you can walk away from it, and it's it's like a it's like putting a cable on a bicycle when you got it parked. Oh, sure, sure, okay. And uh, Kensington, I think, was one of the first to come out with those, and they were a, a decent product. They really were. Uh, but it would fit inside the outside of your computer, and then a, a combination of turns, and it would tighten up inside that hole, and it would actually become a part of the metal frame inside the computer, and, and mostly laptops and desk and uh, netbooks. Um, they, they didn't sell as well as I think people thought they were going to. Yeah, a lot of people said, well, I'll just hang on to it. But there's been a lot of loss now, and I think, too, that some of the theft that's gone on with devices is beginning to be reduced because, well, first of all, like an iPhone or, or an Android phone, you got to have access. If you ain't got access, it isn't any good. Plus, every one of them got to find my device. So, you know, it's not so easy for the, for the bad people to just walk away. Now, 
That's not going to do anything about your data, though. I, I, I feel this guy, what he wants to do. I get it. And next thing to do would be uh, maybe an AirTag. Um, you can get AirTags that'll fit right inside your computer. Little tiny things slip in. And anytime they come close to a Bluetooth access, which is, I can't imagine where you'd go without being accessed one, uh, it will track it. So, but that's a lot of giving around. I, I see what he wants to do, but I've heard this from other people, too. Where's the security lock? Uh, not all of them have it. All right, Doug. Uh, by the way, if you want to reach the show, 651-461-9226. Uh, from before the weather break, uh, we got this text, and I think it is a good one. Um, if they want to install Linux, particularly on old an older machine, or, or for that matter, on a newer machine, what are the steps, Doug? Um, we, we don't want to spend the final 20 minutes of the show on it, but uh, maybe you can run through some quick steps to get going with Linux. Well, you know, the first thing is just to do a little bit of research and find out the difference. Now, Linux is not like Windows. There isn't one version. There's many distributions. So you got to kind of want to truck around a little bit and find one that is suitable for what that's called a newbie, a new user. And Linux Mint really kind of has that stage. They're top, top shelf with new users. And it was designed to, to be an easy conversion from Windows into Linux. From there, you could actually just go to Google and say, how do I learn Linux? I put in, uh, on my Google, on my site, I put in, how do I get started with Linux? 770 million results in 0.31 seconds. So then I went over and I toned it down. And I said, how about the last year? And I, I didn't even get a number up there, but that's manageable. And the number of YouTubes that are doing full courses for Linux, I'm talking for Linux administrators, and there are 21 hours and 11 hours and 8 hours. I don't think people need to get into that. First, decide what distribution you like. And most of that is going to be, do you like the look of the desktop? And then you can download it, put it on a USB, boot from the USB and take it for a test drive. It's going to run a lot slower on a USB than it will your hard drive. But you'll get a feel for it. And you'll be able to check it out. Well, I like this. I don't like that. Check out four or five distributions before you decide. I got a feeling you're probably going to start with Linux Mint XFCE desktop. The Cinnamon desktop is pretty, a little bit more difficult to navigate. The Mate desktop is gorgeous, again, but XFCE, it's like looking at Windows XP. It, I mean, it's just, it's that bright and clear and very, very intuitive. And once you start, just take your time, enjoy what you're doing. I would suggest that you buy a new hard drive put in there. They're cheap today and get $20, $30 hard drive. That way your data on your original drive stays intact until you're done. And, and just go from there. You're going to find that you're going to probably create yourself a new hobby. Much, much easier than what most people think. It's not the Linux of 40 years ago. It's not a black screen and everything has to be typed in. But when you do use a command line, it's important to learn a little bit about those. You don't have to learn a lot, of, but enough so you're comfortable. But I couldn't encourage people to get started on that more than, oh, just do it. You'll be glad you did. It will enhance your experience with Windows. It will enhance your experience with, with an Apple product. It just make you a better user all the way around. And LinuxMintOS.com will get you started in the right direction. All right. That, that, that is good. And particularly if you have an older machine, maybe you got a brand-new Windows machine and you have an older machine sitting over there in the corner, uh, it, it, it's a great one to play around on. It, it's, it's not your production day-to-day machine. 
and that is something you can experiment with. I, I, and we have talked about it over and over again. It, it can be a great use of older equipment that's still operating fine. Um, and, go ahead. Oh, and, and, you know, and I'm getting a lot of calls from, from seniors who, you know, they got a little extra time on their hand. Well, now I want to learn it. Well, by all means, we cannot encourage that enough, I don't think. So I, I just I think it's wonderful. You know, the more com- they'll just it'll expand your confidence in a matter of weeks. Um, Doug, uh, here here's one from our text line. What can I do to get rid of unwanted apps, etc., on a cell and computer, on a cell phone, on an iPhone? It's easy. You just hold down on a particular app, and it'll start to uh, vibrate a little bit, and it'll let you delete it right there, and you can remove it from the screen, or you completely remove it all together. It'll yeah, give you that option. Um, wh- what about that sort of stuff on a computer? Um, removing programs, I would think. You know, sure, there's apps on a computer, but but generally those are more embedded as a as a program. If something you don't use gets back to that cleanup we talked about, it. if you've got a program on your computer that you never use or never intend to use, why keep it around? Yeah, it sounds to me like we're talking to somebody that owns an iPhone or an iPad or an iPod. And I like that system that Apple has. Uh, and I don't really make a, di- uh, a distinction very much between programs and apps. I think they're the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah if it's a... If it happens to be a system-required program, it's probably not going to be out in the open and getting your way too much. But if you're on a PC and you need to do this, uh, and it's a Windows machine, download and install <clears throat> Geek Uninstaller, G-E-E-K-U-N-I-N-S-T-A-L-L-E-R.com. And that's, this is a gentleman in Minnesota wrote this program. It's a wonderful program. You can have the free version forever. Uh, if you find yourself using it a lot, pay the nineteen twenty bucks or whatever he wants. Let's keep this guy in a position where he's feeding his family. That's my opinion. Uh, uninstaller. If you're not real familiar with with how to uninstall programs and then how to clean up after them, this is a godsend. This is the best way. Now, when you get done with this, say you take out fifteen twenty programs. If you're looking to clean it that heavy, I would say that you might want to remove three or four, no more. And then reboot and make sure you're okay. Always. It takes a, what, a couple of minutes to reboot. Just make sure you haven't damaged anything. And if you start getting weirdness, don't panic. You might have to restart it another time before Windows has a chance to reorganize itself around the changes. So, But that is just the way to go. And learn that program. It's similar to Revo Uninstaller. I think it's easier. And that actually does differentiate what you put on or what a user has put on and what came from, like, the Windows Store, for example. And this will take out multiples at one time if you're confident and you know which ones you don't want. But, again, once you're done, make sure that you reboot. After you reboot, at least once, possibly twice, then you're going to want to run Pervasor and let that re-optimize your system, and you should be good to go. All right, very good. Quick break. We have more when we come back. Uh, question about a 10-year-old-plus Netgear wireless router. Uh, we'll get into that. Uh, maybe it's time to get a new router. Maybe. Um, and we will uh, continue. And by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email 
before we say goodbye, if you want to reach out to him during the week, you can reach him right now, though, on our talk and text line, 651-461-9226. If you call the studio, producer Jonathan Lowe will answer. And if you text, comes right into the studio, and we'll get it on the air, 651 651- Four six one nine two two six here on News Talk E three O W C C O. All the news, all the weather at four. We'll go outdoors with Steve Carney, and then uh, from the rink live, Jess Myers, the debut of the professional women's hockey league team, Minnesota Montreal, at the Excel Energy Center today. Uh, they won their opener at Boston on the road. Now their home opener today. By the way, Minnesota leads Montreal 1-0 in front of a big crowd. and We'll get a live update from Jez Myers in about 30 minutes or so. But let's get back to Tech Talk at the moment with Doug. And let's go to Joe in Plymouth. Joe, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Well, thanks for taking my call. I have a problem oh, sure. with both my phone, my cell phone, and my computer. I have pop-ups and ads and all this stuff. I don't know if it came from Facebook or where. And I have to keep Xing out of them to get them off my screen. And now I have one that is there every time I log in. And it, I can't swipe it away. There's no place to exit out. It's, I have to clear the whole whatever I'm doing and then come back in. So Are I you have, uh, running Windows or are you on a Mac, Apple Mac? No, I'm on a... Um, the regular, like regular PC, what is it called? Uh, HP. Uh, okay, so you're you're running Windows then? Yeah, Microsoft. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah. I would definitely think that you'd be a perfect candidate for this little software we were talking about earlier at Malwarebytes called um, um, W. What did A- you say that was? ADW Cleaner. Yep. ADW Cleaner. Download that and run it on each device. It's a godsend. And then you. You're probably going to want to take a look at your browsers. And I've actually gotten, so I'll add extensions to browsers to block the uh, the pop-ups. And if you go and you say, well, they unsubscribe and you get an email. Well, unsubscribe. Don't do that. You may unsubscribe from them, but when you originally accepted that, whether you did or not, I don't know. But they said, us and our partners. Once you decline their service, the partners go wild. And the longer you have an email address, a telephone number, yeah. that kind of thing, the bigger the amount of spam that you're going to get. In addition, you might want to take a look at Proton.me, P-R-O-T-O-N.me. This is a Switzerland company that gives a free email account that is the most secure email and does more for spam and pop-ups than anybody I've ever seen. Check that out as well. And I hope that helps, Joe. And have a good weekend, and thank you for the call. Yeah, it kind of turns into whack-a-mole, and we should have brought that up at at the beginning of the program about kind of New Year's cleanup in your computer. Taking time when you have a few minutes. Uh, maybe you're waiting for an appointment. Uh, maybe you just don't have anything to do at the moment, and you're on your computer. Go into your email and start identifying those emails. Typically what I'll do in my old Yahoo account or my Gmail account is just kind of scroll through, open up, open up the email itself, and then dig in and report it as spam and, and delete it. 
I mean, that it, it is a whack-a-mole game. I just don't think there is any other way around it that some of this stuff is going to sneak in. And mm-hmm. really, these built-in spam filters, what I've found in Gmail and Yahoo, work pretty well if you stay with it. If you identify and mark them or report them as spam and delete them, that works pretty well. It cleans it up. That's probably some of the best advice I've heard you say, Steve. That's just wonderful. The blacklisting and whitelisting of accounts or people who are contacting you is huge. Yeah. I've actually gotten now, so I'm segregating different browsers for different tasks. Um, I use Mozilla Firefox exclusively for YouTube, and I've got several extensions that control the, the pop-ups and uh, that kind of stuff. My main browser is the Brave browser, which has a built-in pop-up blocker in its engine, which is just an enormous tool. And there are many new browsers that have come out. Uh, LibreWolf, which is built on the same core as Mozilla, that does a tremendous job, and it comes with AD or uh, ad blocker, one of the best ad blockers there are. It, like I say, extensions, I really like it. It's because they're so clean, and they only re- take resources away from the browser. But you might have to add an extra package. But in your case, she's got Joe's got to actually do some cleanup work here. I think she's got something that's just taken off when she boots. And ADW Cleaner will fix that immediately. Yeah, and that's uh, that's that'd be her first step. Yeah, in in the email inbox, in my experience, and and I have Gmail at work. I have a Gmail work account as well. And I just do that on occasion because sometimes mm-hmm. I'll do business or buy something, and then all of a sudden, you know, I get bombarded with emails. It's like, I want to do business with you, but I don't want 20 emails a day. You know, that's and, interesting that you yeah. bring that up. So if you've got a Proton account, when you're at that place and you'd like to do business, Proton pops open a little box and says, do you want to use your mail or do you want me to create you an alias? Yeah. Which is lovely. Cause they, the only, now you've got that one alias email. For that one particular sign-up, and you know they're spamming you, you can actually use your normal account and say, stop it. Yeah. I got proof. Knock it off. Yeah, it, it is good. Uh, quick quick question on our text line about Revo Uninstaller. Uh, it, it, is it still any good? If if I've used it before, is it still okay? Oh, sure. Revo Uninstaller is, is just a dynamite program. I kind of I tend to go towards Geek Uninstaller for two reasons. First of all, it's a little bit simpler to run. If, if people have never used it, it's a good starting point. And second, I kind of like keeping the business in Minnesota or keep it local if we can. But that's just my thinking. There's nothing wrong with Revo Uninstaller whatsoever. I haven't had any bad reports since Piriform sold out to um, um, uh, ABG. And they've actually toned down their marketing a little bit, and I, I think they could probably use the business as well. I think Revo Uninstaller is a little bit more expensive, like I say, it goes a little bit deeper, a little bit more difficult to run and to keep up with. I just like this Geek Uninstaller because it just gets the job done in a hurry. And no must, no fuss, no nothing. Plus, he's from Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Doug, we've only got about a minute left, but I do want to squeeze in this text, and it, it is a good one. I have my wedding photos on my iPhone. I also uploaded them to the cloud. If I delete them from my phone, will they stay in the cloud? And this is where I would say, careful now. Oh, you bet. Careful you bet. now. You might want to say that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Go easy. Yeah. Well, Apple, when you sign up for your Apple ID, 
they've actually encouraged that. So if you take a phone, take a picture of your iPhone, automatically go. Oh, sorry, Doug. I, yep. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you sign up for an Apple ID, it, it encourages you to sync them. So if you take a picture on your iPhone, it automatically saves on the iPhone and your iCloud account. Now, if you've got that syncing set up, you could have it set up to six different devices, and you start deleting off one, it's going to delete them off all of them. Yeah, so so go easy. Make sure you're very careful that that you're not deleting your backup in the Correct. cloud. That's all I say. Careful. Tread, tread lightly. If you have a duplicate photo, try it. Check it out. Just don't go willy-nilly and delete everything yeah. and then find out that they're gone because that – that's a problem. Wedding well, this is where an external hard drive really pays, too. Just put that in and copy all yeah. them to the hard drive and unplug it. Yeah, and then try it. Might yeah. be a good one. All right, we got to run, Doug, uh, fresh out of time. Sorry we didn't get to the Netgear router and switching the password on that one, but but we do need to run. We'll try to get to that next week on the program. We're on the air Saturdays between 3 and 4. Doug, phone number and email. Uh, 651-552-9543 and admin at wccotech.com, A-D-M-I-N at wccotech.com, 651-552-9543. Thank you, Steve. Have a good week. Yeah, have a great week. We'll do it again next Saturday at 3. Cool. We have the news. We have the weather. We're going to go outdoors with Steve Carney. It's all coming up here on News Talk, A3-O-W-C-C-O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.